the most famous man on the planet is here. Okay, everybody. Okay, everybody. Okay. One of these days, we're going to do a video of us listening to the intro, and it's going to be completely silent on the video because we have headphones on. And mm, yeah, was like a silent it. disco. And Ooh. let me tell you, just the inappropriate dance moves that happen, it's just filth in it's here real, mostly. It's really just art. NSFW. NSFW for sure. Welcome, <laughs> guys. We are Waltz to the Death. We're an NBA podcast, and we are back, guys. And you know what else is back? The NBA. The NBA. That's right. Oh, shout out to all white men occupying spaces predominantly occupied by African-American men. <laughs> yep. Us and Eminem. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Welcome back to three white guys in a room talking about the NBA that and never making it to the NBA. So, yep. Hey, we still um, got a chance. So, yeah, but we're really excited. We, we still have eligibility. <laughs> Listen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under 43, right? Still have eligibility. You know, the... Um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we're just going to keep rolling. All right. Yeah. The, the NBA season begins, guys. The first games are starting. We were watching the Bucks nets down there just a little while ago. It's been um, a super great start of the season so far. We got to watch the Bucks get their rings. Um, they apparently turn into pendants. I don't know if you saw that. Huh? Well, technically, all rings can be pendant. You well, just they're like it. they like fold out or That's something. That's how holes work. You know? Weird. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> as we keep on... <laughs> Sorry, uh, just tossing that one up in my in my brain. Um, but yeah, so with that, uh, we got to watch the Bucks get their rings. Which I think was super I did cool. see a video of that just now, where it has a. Does it come with like a pen, like a? Yeah, it comes with a thing. That like you, you put it in there, and it becomes sure, like sure. a pendant. That's like, tight. So you can put uh, that's it on very cool. Yeah, I, I think as a man who doesn't wear any rings whatsoever, you know, I'm not Johnny Depp out here with a thousand rings and bracelets and scarves. You know, I, I would rather wear it around my neck for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So it's multi-purpose, multi-functional, and that's we love to see that. Hmm. Um, in NBA news. Ben Simmons was kicked out of practice today and suspended by Doc Rivers. <laughs> what is going and, on? And where went, did he end up? He went straight to the strip club. He went to Delilah's. So there, Delilah. You got. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta go to the forest and punch dance out your rage. Yeah. Or sometimes you go throw dollars at whores. You know. <laughs> That's exactly what you have to do sometimes. Uh, you know? So apparently the story goes so far that what we've seen Jesus. reported. I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> He walked into practice and said that. No, he walked into practice and was apparently doing some kind of one-on-one -on -one drill with an assistant coach or something, and they were about to start a team defensive drill, and he said no, and Doc said, excuse me, and he said no, and then Doc said, you are going to need to leave practice, and so he left. This will not stand, you know? This aggression <laughs> will not stand, man. I, I don't. This is it. going incredible. It is. <laughs> yeah, like, shout is, out to the writers of the NBA because episode one is already it's off to a great start. It know? is. It truly is. It, it's just it's a drama for the ages. <laughs> um, I, what, I what, how is this going to get resolved? I just trade. don't see. Well, um, yeah, it has to. It ha at this but point, it has to. I, I, I just I think the, I, I see think Philly's no, going to have to take the loss. They will not. I don't think they will. Uh, they would have done will it already. Worry? Well, I they, think they have said they will not. They're not just going to take back role players. They want a 
star player of his that matches what they think his caliber is to make them a contender. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't see how this is well, going to get any better. Before today. Also, but Daryl Morey will think, take things to his grave. So. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't put it past him to, to do that. I think today also, cause I think they were, I felt like they were holding out hope that he would come back and play with them. But today seems like he is just, he's just not going to play. But they can also continue to find the shit out of him. And he, he's not made any money since October 11th. Like they find him and he's not getting for missing things. And if he just continues to not show up, well, it sounds like he's showing up. He's just getting kicked out. Well, that's but, fine. But if he yeah. shows up with a shit attitude and doesn't participate, they can kick him out and suspend him. And they do, can also yeah. find him individually yeah. as a team. So, yeah, and they suspended him for the first game, which is suspension without pay. So, he's not getting paid for that first game as well. Um, apparently, Joel Embiid was asked about it in his press conference afterwards. <laughs> oh, he scorched earth, dude. He it's did. O- it's over. Yeah. He said, you know, in his voice, that sounds like he's always about to yawn. Uh, I don't care about that man. Um, I, I don't, I don't care about him at all. Um, which yeah, that just roasting this man. Yeah. Didn't he also say if he was drowning, he wouldn't care. No, that was an NBA <laughs> meme that I sent you guys, <laughs> oh, okay. but that is hilarious that you thought it was real. I love that. Um, I mean, Joel Embiid cannot help himself. I mean, now, now it's whatever it's the, the, the haze in the barn, whatever you want to say it's over. But even before when they were supposedly all trying to still work it out and they were, they were going to fly to LA to try to talk to him. And he said, don't even bother. And then they were still hoping that he would come back. And somebody asked him, you know, what do you, what do you want from Ben Simmons? What do you guys want to get to see from him? And he said, well, I pretty sure you all saw the videos on the internet, you know, that would help. Like just, he can't help it. He cannot help but talk shit. Yeah. He, that, that's just his energy, which I, I love him for it. I love that he is a man of his word and he will stand by whatever shit talk that he goes down. Uh, or that he throws out there, but yeah. Also, I don't know if it's super helping this situation. No, it's it's, uh, it's over, man. Yeah, um, game over, man. <laughs> game yeah, over. It's done. There's I no. I don't see how it's going to resolve. Stick a fork in it because it's done. But his value's so low, and mm-hmm. I mean, people keep saying Kyrie, Ben Simmons, like you're just trading one problem for another. But at least, at least Kyrie can play. In Kyrie play, can right? play home games. Kyrie can play. Philly. Also, Ben Simmons might be like, hell yeah, fresh start. Like, well, yeah. You know, because that's all he's really want. He just wants out. He doesn't want to deal with these trash Philly people anymore. <laughs> yeah, people people booing him just yeah. for like breathing in the arena. I mean, he's also a bitch for sure. He's got a bitch in his heart. Yeah, um, definitely. But Sadly. also, you know, he wants to get out and he wants to fresh start, whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to resolve itself, but it's hilarious, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things with low value, cat uh, on the Timberwolves. Uh, apparently has been watching videos of gorillas oh fighting God. to the death before I, I need so much more information yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I don't know how to process. <laughs> I don't know what. Too many the, questions. Too yes. many questions. So, and it was specifically, it said that he's watching, I'm going to say this again, slower so that we can really <laughs> yes. marinate on the facts of this statement that he has been watching videos of gorillas fighting to the death specifically use the word nature bro fighting to the death um, before games and i oh okay goddamn <laughs> that is that is some serial killer energy that's yes. some bundy energy there yeah. in the locker room just, just <laughs> embracing chaos is that so, sound bite whenever the gorilla i dies? just I, like i have so many questions did he 
I don't know where to start. Did, did he mean to say that? <laughs> yeah. Like, did he mean to reveal that part of himself? Like, did he... Who set him onto that? Did he stumble onto this? Yeah. Did he, like... Was he on the shitter one day and, like, saw a video on, like, Reddit and was like, yo. <laughs> Listen, we've been seeing some really scary shit on Reddit lately, so maybe yeah, he's hey, getting um, the same Reddit, threads. Reddit is wild. I'll just tell you. I do follow Nature is Metal on Reddit. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like, wild. Maybe know, he's on that subreddit and he just, he, you know, he got some feelings inside so, of him. It's so specific. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so specific and also, like, so out there. Yeah. Like, you know, I, like, I... When it went, so when we were in, if you are not someone who has been in a sports locker room, been around things like this, uh, particularly in male dominated sports, um, I mean, like we used to listen to uh, I Put On by Young Jeezy on like turned up to 11 in our locker room <laughs> oh, and everyone just yelling and wild and dudes climbing on lockers. Like that, that's the energy before, especially like a football game or something like that. Um, so there's definitely those motivational tools that you can use, um, especially like, you know, music, specific songs, specific albums, even videos, things like that. Well, every time they show the pregame, everyone's just got their headphones on and they're sitting in their chair, not talking. I'm just, I'm also picturing like from his teammates perspective, like they just walk by him in his locker (laughs) and like take a peek at his phone screen. Like what the fuck did I just see? Cat. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, is it a subculture? Is it <laughs> one video he's just watching? Is you know, it, like, is it multiple? Is it multiple? Videos? Is there like a community? Is, uh, are is it silverback gorillas? <laughs> or are we talking like chimpanzees? Is I mean, it like has specific? He not seen the Planet of the Apes movies? You know, ape not fight ape. You know, yeah, ape stronger I, together. I don't. I don't understand. I we we found that. I need today. a whole ringer piece on this. I need somebody yeah. to Chase Serrano. Yes. We're asking. We're begging yeah. you. Yeah. Honestly, begging. He's you the perfect man for the job to write this story. I'm gonna have to try and like tweet at him or something and figure out how we can have him write this story because yeah. I am. I need more information. Um, we're really pining for it. So <laughs> if you have more information, please feel free to DM us on Instagram. We would love to hear more about anything you know about cat watching gorilla fights. So. Mm. Um, also just random fact that I wanted to address, uh, has anyone ever seen Otto Porter Jr. and Miles Garrett in the same room? Well, Miles Garrett is about 50 pounds muscle more than Otto Porter. Yeah. I'm just saying like they do look very cocaine's a hell of a drug. Well, like (laughs) this is true. Uh, he's not a shapeshifter though. No, they do look very similar. That's funny. I've never heard anybody point that out. I, I was looking through, uh, so recently on, we're going to talk a little bit about fantasy teams later and, Dylan picked up Otto Porter Jr. and so I was looking at his picture and I for sure thought it was Miles Garrett for a second. Interesting. Um, I don't know if Otto Porter Jr. has ever tried to hit anybody with their helmet though. True. Yeah, for sure. Tried to tried to murder anyone on <laughs> yeah. a playing field. The happy yeah. Gilmore of football, Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um also, uh guys, there's been lots of media coverage on lots of individuals. Um, wow, hot take, hot take. Media and is out there. there's been lots there's of been media medias, on other people, various medias. Media but one thing, there, I, one Watch thing out. that we have been focusing on in Waltz to the Death is Zion's media day. Wow. Because let me tell you, this boy is looking thick. <laughs> yeah, he's also, we've talked about it, he's a shapeshifter because sometimes he looks just ripped and jacked. Uh-huh. And sometimes you see a picture and it's a chunky. Oh, you got a chunky. You got a chunky. You got a chunky there for sure. It's just he turned he shapeshifts from a bodybuilder into the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) He's carrying some water weight sometimes. I'm not sure what's happening with his physics, you know. But 
Yeah, like he, about his macros. He's <laughs> he's kind of like James Harden, where like some shots, it looks like he's very skinny and like you know in shape, and obviously like to play in the NBA, you have to be an incredible. Of shape. course, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but there are some times where James Harden, that was some fuckery though. He was looking all fat in Houston, and as soon as he got traded. He was looking svelte. No, there was a picture of him in the when the so the Nets do this practice at this outdoor court in Brooklyn every year, and they have fans come out and stuff like that. And dude was looking massive. Guy, he was looking <laughs> wide, like like two area coats of ass. Like, I, and so I don't understand how he can be the same person that we saw on TV like ten minutes ago, and also be yeah, that's true, a thick boy like that. And Zion's the same way. I just don't get it. Like that Mountain Dew commercial, his head looks enormous. Oh yeah, and his face looks like small, and he yeah he looks big. But then I yeah, it might be if we have reference of a normal human next to him. Maybe 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 because usually I I think usually when he's just by himself on like the press conference, he looks a little more ripped, like normal. And then when you see him next to a normal human, you're like, God, that dude's huge. (laughs) Also, so his playing weight is listed at 278 pounds. Good God! Um, Holy moly! If if you had his leg muscles on your body. <laughs> what true. what what height could you touch? I'm saying I'm the twelve moon. feet. Twelve feet. The moon. Oh, I'm like t- like his strength, but on only having on, to lift two hundred and fifteen pounds uh-huh, instead of, instead of two seventy eight. I would jump Monday, come down Wednesday, dude. Y'all would, I mean, y'all wouldn't hear <laughs> Listen, from me. I'm freaking. I'm putting my ass on the rim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is wildin'. Um, Crawdaddy would at least touch the rim. <laughs> yes, <laughs> at least. Maybe, maybe. Um. But yeah, uh, so the NBA season has started. It's been super fun uh, to watch all the media day, everything leading up to it, getting into the start of the season and things like that. And so I want to do a little segment called Three Players to Watch. And so we have been talking about on previous podcasts how we're keeping receipts around here. We've been doing that historically, but now we're keeping physical receipts here on Waltz to the Death. Well, We have an ongoing note we're going through, and every time there's a really hot take that we're willing to put on there, um, then we are eventually, putting that down. Eventually, we'll be on an actual sticky note. R- right now, once the funds come through. Right now, we have three, uh, and one is Ross will buy the whole goddamn team of pinstripe jerseys if the Rockets <laughs> get that. I said starting five. I did clarify that. Um, Crawdaddy says that Alex Caruso will be an All Star and that Kyrie will not play basketball this year. So, mm. pretty out there takes from from Crawdaddy. We have to think of like a, a punishment or something if you it's get them wrong. Pun- it's just takes we'll have to see we might have to think of a little punishment or something like he he spouts things with impunity constantly though this is you know he just i'm just saying maybe we can tighten it up a little bit with a little bit of punishment <laughs> maybe listen i'm a behavior analyst it's what <laughs> i do <laughs> what all right what? so i want to talk a little bit about three players to watch so i have a couple in mind that i'll start off but crawdaddy do you have any that just off the cuff that you want to talk about that you think are going to be um guys to to watch this year yeah uh jalen green Definitely Jalen Green, number two overall pick. I'd say that's a hot take. Yeah. Um, uh, probably going to be probably going to be good. good. <laughs> I'd say also say Markel Fultz. Okay. That's a, that's a okay, one. that's a really good pick. Why do you think Markel Fultz? What, what brought that to mind? Because he's no longer a basket case. He is no longer a and basket case. Well, it's like two years removed from Philly. I mean, TBD, but yeah. But he's played a lot better. Also, he's coming off an ACL injury, That's so true. we'll have to see how he how he ends up with that. He did fuck his knee up in a special way. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. And yeah, uh, that, that's something I'm really interested to see out of him because he was really explosive. I mean, he always has been. Um, in Philly, he just didn't get to utilize that as much, but in Orlando, he really has been kind of that explosive guy getting out on the break and stuff like that and distributing as a point guard. So yeah, I'm interested to see 
if he maintains some of that explosiveness after his his fucked up knee. Mm. Who else you got? And then uh, THT because he's gonna probably fluctuate between starter role and coming off the bench. But it'll be interesting to see where he ends up at the end of the season. Yeah, THT. I think those are two good picks, Crawdaddy. Yeah, I'm those proud are of you. Good. Those are awesome. Yeah, THT is gonna be a good person to to look at. You know, especially like you said with that shift in playing time and stuff and. It'll also be interesting to see how Alex Caruso meshes with the Bulls. I mean, there's uh, a lot of point guards on that team, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He they're already look, like in love with him. I he, mean, he looks real fresh on that. Bulls they're jersey, drinking though. the Kool Aid. It's really making me how sad. How can you not, though? He's so lovable. Well, it's not. It's just, you know, the Lakers text, man. Everyone's like, this guy's overrated. Fuck him. He's not that good. Blah, blah, blah. Rockets podcast melting down when he, you know, beat them in the playoffs. <laughs> and then all these Heat people being like, I'm not scared of him. And then now everyone loves him and slurps him. So. Oh, I, I've been on. Well, no, I, you have. No, I know you have. I love that. But like all these yeah. casuals out here who think, yeah, yeah. you know. These people don't know. They, they, don't watch don't them, know. they don't watch them play. Yeah. That's right. All right. My three players to watch that I have. Um, first one is Nicholas Claxton from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that he is going to maybe have a little coming out party this year. He, uh, after DeAndre kind of fell out of favor last year at, in Brooklyn, he started getting a lot of PT. He was playing really, really well. Kind of averaged 10 and 10 for that last month. And he has the starting role now in Brooklyn. And granted, there's only one basketball on the court at All a time. Eyes on him now. And so, I mean, between KD and James Harden and Kyrie, if he ever plays basketball Probably again, not then Kyrie. Um, you know that's that's a tough ask. Plus, Joe Harris is a shooter, but I think he's going to get a lot of. Uh, you know, there's a lot of defenses that are keying on those other guys. So he's going to have a lot of open looks. Going to have a lot of dump off passes. I think. So, his, I think his name this year will be the garbage man because he'll just pick up all the rebounds and putbacks. Well, I just see him kind of like in a Clint Capella role, similar to Clint's uh, kind of first year. Obviously, in like the second or third year of him being a starter, people figured out he can't move his feet. He's a rim runner. He has no offensive yeah. skills. So they're going to like d- exploit that. But I think Nicholas Claxton may have a little coming out party this year as people are kind of figuring out his role in the offense and how he fits into that. I will tell you someone who's not scared of him, uh, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis just blocked the shit out of him like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, that, that yeah, man's going to need some recovery time from that one for sure. He may not recover. Got to have a short memory. Short memory, that's right. Um, my next one is Jordan Poole. Ooh, Michigan boy. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Poole is looking real good. The third splash brother, maybe. Yeah, he. Is, I, so it's weird that he's also like not really starting. He does some. Um, he'll start for. Well, he's going to start. He'll start for a little while until yeah. Clay comes back. Yeah. Is he a two guard? Um, he's more like a two or a three. Um, he's long. He's like six eight. Uh, he's really really good. Um, I I have had him on and off my fantasy team, just picking him up on waivers for for years. And I think that this kind of might be a year where he solidifies his role in that Warriors offense and um, kind of comes off as maybe the third splash brother, like Dylan said. And then my last one. This is a this is a real Cinderella. This is one that's that's really going to emerge from the ashes like a phoenix. Um, Josh Christopher from Houston. So he's on a two-way deal. I don't know who that is. Um, he was our 24th overall pick. He was uh. So our uh, number two pick was obviously Jalen Green. We got Alpron Sagoon at 16. I think he's going to turn Turkish, out to – The Turkish man? Yeah, he's going to turn out to be a really good pick. We got Usman Garuba at 23 and Josh Christopher at 24. Usman Garuba. just make up those names? And he's Usman a Ro- and, and he's a Rockets fan though. Yeah. Um, Usman Garuba. We, we he always says. <laughs> Usman Garuba is going to be in the G League mostly just because there's not enough. There's too many big men on our team. Um, but Josh Christopher is uh, going to be a guard. 
I think if Eric Gordon gets moved before the trade deadline, which there is a possibility of that, that he's going to get Probably some PT, um, and he's he's going to uh, be a pretty good tr- contributor. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see him. Um, and he's also uh, he's from Ari- he, he's from Houston, but uh, played at Arizona. So I think he's going to yeah. be a, a good a good pickup. All right, Dylan, who you got? I got a few. I have a theme here. Um, well, not really, because one of these I was going to say Russ. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I was going to say most of these these guys are all guys on my fantasy team, but not all of them. So number one is Devontae Graham um, mm-hmm. on the Pelicans now. You know we love Devontae Graham around here. That's right. Um, but he had he just was a little bit uh, lost in sauce in Charlotte, especially with uh, Lamelo Ball, scary um, Terry, scary Terry. Just a lot of a yeah. lot of uh, not a lot of shots to go around on that Charlotte team because mm-hmm. they're kind of young and they're all kind of at the same spot. So I yeah. think in, in New Orleans. Um, they're going to be really interesting because it moves it moves Brandon Ingram more to t- maybe even to the two. Like I know he's big and long, but he might play more two now because uh, Lonzo's gone. Um, and I think Devontae Graham is just he'll have a little more room to shine there. Um, yeah, he played really really well that year that Kimbo was still on the Hornets and yeah. um, Kimbo was kind of in and out with injuries that year before he signed with Boston, and that was uh, Devontae Graham's rookie year, and he kind of had a little coming out party. Um, I picked him up on waivers like the fourth week of the season and rode him all the way to the playoffs. So and then bought his, his jersey. I do. I do have a Devontae Graham Hornets jersey. I might end up getting a Pelicans jersey. Don't tell me with a good time. Yeah. So what else you got? Um, I got uh, – let me pull it up. Sorry, one second. Um, not to keep it so like people we already love all the time, but Brandon <laughs> Clark, um, he had a really great rookie season. He kind of took a step back last year. I think, um, I think he's going to be much better off this year because uh, – you know, no Valanchunas mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, you know, Val- you have Stephen Adams. Yeah, Stephen Adams, who uh, is a little bit um, more of a there's less of a you know Valanchunas shoots a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, more of a kind of outside plays that kind of high, high post position. Also, you know, more shots. Stephen Adams does not shoot the basketball. Nope. Pretty much rim running, put back stuff like that. He just so, paid for cardio, so it kind of opens it up a lot more for him. Um, you know, if he can be a more consistent three point, he's a very good three point shooter. But he just doesn't shoot that many. If he can shoot more three pointers, and I just think this he's gonna have maybe a bounce back year. He had a really great rookie year, was potentially rookie of the year candidate. Um, and I think he's gonna have a little bit of a better year. So Absolutely. and then um this is not so much of a like hot take, but DeJounte Murray, baby. Mm. Like Shout out to Tim. the road is clear for him now. It is. No DeMar, you know, like Pop is no they're pretty much committed to the young guys now. Yeah, they have absolutely. to be. That's all they have. Yeah. So I think him, you know, Lonnie Walker. Keldon Johnson, gold medalist Keldon Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think DeJounte is finally going to just be able to be the guy, one of the guys, um, and he's the point guard, so he facilitates the offense. So that's why I drafted him in fantasy, <laughs> also <laughs> to spite him. Um, and then I have a couple more. Austin Reeves to be a homer, Lakers. Um, yeah, no, I think that's – playing very well. He's playing so good. And one of the keys, like you see it, you saw it with um, – with Caruso and you, you've seen it with like THT, but if LeBron trusts you and LeBron likes you and you can play with you LeBron, will you will play. Yeah. You will play more than you maybe should. Or and you also get a lot of touches too, which I think sure. is important for those young guys as well to kind of build their development. A yeah. Little bit. So Austin Reese played great in the preseason, played really hot ass defense all the time, made some buckets. Uh, and yeah, the hillbilly Mamba, they call him. That's uh, right. You know, he could Mamba. be, he could be, you know, Caruso or THT 2.0. And then just overall, this is one person, but DeBalzac. Uh, just, DeBalzac is going to be exciting. Um, I'm excited for these Bulls, man. I'm, I'm sad about Caruso, but I think it's they're going to be really exciting. And I think this, they have a high ceiling, man. They could be Eastern Conference contenders, 
but also if they were like six in the east it wouldn't surprise me either so yeah yeah, yeah i i think that the especially with Vucevic too. Yeah. However the fuck you pronounce his last name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think the bull, the bull starting five is spicy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. And then having Caruso kind of come off the bench and kind of lead that second unit, just like he did. I think, I think he's going to play a very similar role that he did to the Lakers. Yeah. And, uh, but other than that, you know, they, they have a lot of young guys on that second, uh, string. They also have Kobe white too, um, which I'm interested to see if he hangs around, um, you know, just having Lonzo, having Caruso, uh, kind of running that more one, uh, he, he can kind of shift to that two guard and so can Caruso. And so I'm interested to see how he fits in. He had a really good rookie year and then kind of fell off a little bit last year, similar to Brandon Clark. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where he goes and how he does. Um, um, in turn, this is kind of off the cuff a little bit, but I talked a little bit about it earlier, but in terms of teams that I'm really excited to watch is the Hornets. Picking up Kelly yeah. Oubre, mm-hmm. um, picking up Leangelo Ball and immediately waving him two days later. <laughs> um, you know, uh, why Mike, do they do that? I don't understand stuff like that. Uh, well, I think that they signed him initially, thinking they were going to have roster spots, and then they had a couple of G League guys that came up that were on two ways that ended up being a little more effective for him. So I think that's why. Um, yeah, I think Poor that Leangelo. I, yeah, I think that you know, obviously Lamelo is incredible. I think that they still kind of lack that big man presence inside. I think that's something that they're going to be able to kind of address in free agency or maybe even with trades, uh, moving some guys around. Um, but I, I really like the Hornets. I think they're going to be super fun to watch. You know, they competed for that eight seed last year. I think they may um, even compete for a higher seed this year. So I'm kind of excited to see where they go. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see Leangelo, I'm sorry, LaMelo and Kelly Oubre play together because Kelly Oubre is when he plays well, obviously he had that really dry streak at the beginning of last year. But he's Oof. pretty electric. Yeah, um, that for dude sure. can get to the rim. That dude, he can jump out of the gym. And so, being on a team where with Lamelo, who will get you the ball in space, um, I think that's going to be really exciting to watch. So, all right, guys, uh, we've talked about how the NBA season has started out. We talked about some players to watch. One thing that we always watch on the NBA court is guy sneakers. So we're going to transition over into <laughs> sneaker check. Sneak, sneak. Your desire to segue everything is so cute. It's just smooth like butter over here. You know, mm-hmm. I'm out here. Margarine yeah. maybe. Yeah. Margarine. That's right. Dairy free over here. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. I'll start us off. I, for sneaker check today, I have my Jordan three tinkers, the black, red and white version. Dylan has the other two version of the Jordan three tinkers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to say I hated on threes for a while. I didn't like them and then I bought a pair and I love them a lot and the forest green ones are coming out in a, two weeks and awesome. I'm going to swing on them and buy them and have to make room in my closet for them. My wife's going to be mad, but you know, sorry about it. What can you do? What can you do? You know, champagne problems yeah. suffering from success. Um, <laughs> Crawdaddy, what you got on? I got the 11 Space Jams. Space Yams. Space Yams. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. To go with all of uh, his LeBron love for the new Space Jam movie. Yes. Mm. Incredible. All right, Dylan, what you got? I have my new fives, the Moonlights, Mm -hmm. the Blacks. Love them. Love fives. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to, but you know, great. I don't have the calves to hold them up like you do. Hmm, no, you don't. You got skinny little calves and big old shoes. You know, it makes me look like a child. So, <laughs> Well, all Jordans are big shoes, so. That's fair. That's you fair. Know. But no, uh, I like fives a lot. These are great, too. Probably my last pair of fives for a while because I have three pairs. You know. It's probably too much. Probably too much. That's uh, 15 total, technically. 
<laughs> that's that's, that's how it works how it i did works. get my son these though and we're like twinkies and it's great that's the best he loves them that's awesome. he's i've taught him to only wear them like indoors special occasions yeah just where you know him he's a child you know oh yeah he gets filthy um don't he wear him outside filthy. don't wear him like to parks and stuff wear him like you know when we're only gonna be inside whatever mm-hmm. so that's awesome just him bringing him up in the way literally following in my footsteps incredible literally incredible you love to see that listen this is a family podcast. starting a habit that will ruin his life and that will cost me <laughs> thousands of dollars probably you absolutely know? yeah not sure why i'm doing it to be honest it's totally on you you're just you're opening up this yeah. pandora's box i know yeah well, guys, that has been Sneaker Check. Okay, we're going to take a little break. We're going to refill our beverages, and we will come right back with some more NBA nonsense. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm going to go I have seen that sketch, and but I still hear it, and I'm like, is it Crawdaddy? I think it is. Could it be? <laughs> Could it be? Tim and I are the same person. Did he get sucked into a computer like Space Jam and record it? absolutely yeah welcome back guys just some more nba nonsense for you we had quite a fun break uh we have some a running joke that um is a little easter egg hidden somewhere in the podcast so you're more than welcome to try and find that um and if you don't find it then dm us on instagram and we'll uh we'll show you where it is all right guys so we're gonna do a little segment called who you got we talk a lot about our fantasy basketball league and our draft was on sunday and so we have started out. The season has started, so our fantasy league has started. We drafted. Everyone has their team time. set up. You're we also had a, welcome for saving the draft. Yeah, we did. Our draft was. It was. There were some issues. Let me say some technical <laughs> issues. ESPN is not the easiest to draft on. No. Comedy of errors. Comedy of errors. We also ordered pizza twice from two different places. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, Loved I. It. Listen, as a commissioner, Ross I, I, ordered a small pizza and breadsticks for seven adult human. Okay. Men. Also, I ordered a large pizza. It was just very small because it was a Detroit style from Pizza Hut. Also, so Detroit pizza style, pizza hutter, great. Pizza hutter, pizza hutter, pizza hut. Make your Detroit style bigger. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I ordered the large, well, and listen, we're a bunch of adult men in a room, and so we. I didn't know everyone. I would have fed everybody. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Nobody cares. It was anyway. also 9 p.m. So I anyway, know. I should just know when there's seven men in my house, they need food. You know, that's if right. I'm over at your house, I know. I need well, food. That's yeah. obvious. We know that. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna do a little rundown of who we have on our teams, just so that we can just continually talk shit throughout the year, and you guys have mm. a little bit of context for it. So. Um, also, most of our fantasy basketball league are li- listeners of the podcast. So if they're not, um, fuck them, you know. You know, if they're not, <laughs> exactly. And if you are, um, we're going to whip all of your asses this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan, why don't you start us off with your team? Give us a rundown of who yeah, you got. Yeah, I wish I had the order that I drafted them in. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't either. I had the first pick because I made more free throws than anybody. That's true. We did a little contest. We did a hood rat free throw contest at the park by my house in the dark with only the lights of Ross's Tesla to guide our way. <laughs> Listen, it was sketchy, and yeah. I was for sure thought we were going to get the cops. With Mac Miller us. playing from my phone in my pocket. <laughs> it was the most hood rat thing I've Very ever done, but rat, I loved yeah. it. Were you in it. high school? Basically, yeah. It's fun to do hood rat shit with your friends. Um, yeah, we did a free throw contest. I got the first pick. First pick stuff, you know, it is. it's almost not an advantage because I just, hold on, hold on, pause, but I like to say also, did you just so pause me? I did. I I'm a human you. person. You can't pause because me. Dylan How won. How dare you? Dylan. Can I say my shit? <laughs> that 
was so fitting. Dylan won the free throw contest because he had home court advantage. He sent a video of him shooting on that exact. No, same not on room. that goal. No, no that's a different goal. I was at someone's house. Same. Oh, that was no, at someone's was house. At yeah, Josh Burke's house. Oh, I thought that was at the same place. No. Okay. All right. I stand corrected. <laughs> it was also clearly different. Apologies. Yes. I didn't watch the video that close. I'll be honest well, with you. you. No, stop the steal. Um, Listen. All right. Okay. Continue. Apologies. <laughs> I I took Giannis with my first pick. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, the research I did, Gian, Giannis, Jokic, Luka, I, you know, I just feel like Giannis has got the monkey off his back a little bit. Watch him in the preseason. He's hitting jumpers. It's looking nice. And if he's that also got 40 points, fantasy points right now. Uh, yeah. So far, it turned out to be a good pick. Uh, <laughs> you never know. Jokic might go for 50. Who knows? That's tomorrow. Right. But um, yeah, and I just, I you know, I always, if it's, if, if all else is equal, I kind of pick with who I'd rather watch. So I picked Giannis. I don't, I don't mind watching the Bucks and they're on TV a lot. Um, I like Jokic just fine, but you know I don't care enough to to watch him mm-hmm. more than Giannis. Uh, I took DeAndre Aiden playing on a contract year. It seems like they're not going to extend him, so he might ball out a little bit. Um, he had a really good year last year. Um, I took Brandon Ingram. I love him. I've wanted to have him in fantasy for a few years now, but it's just never kind of fallen that way. And um, I, he f- kind of fell right into where I was drafting. Dejounte Murray. I drafted a thousand percent out of spite against Tim Ogletree. Um, <laughs> I do really love Dejounte Murray, and I've always wanted him too. I he might be the guy who gets me to get a Spurs jersey. What's funny is I had both of those guys last year. Yeah, and you but you were I so pissed about them it. So bad. Um, I took uh, I took Russ at pretty good value. I think I think it was think my so. f- like sixth pick or something mm-hmm. like that. Had to have a Laker man. Got to have one, and I thought I got him a good value. And honestly, his upside is huge. He could get a triple double on any given night. Um, oh, yeah. And I think worse, he's going to get like 15 points, you mm-hmm. know, because he's played so many minutes. And he even if he has a poor shooting night, he gets so many rebounds and assists. His rebounds will be down this year for sure because the Lakers are gigantic. Um, and assists, LeBron might steal some of those assists, but, you know, uh, I had Russ. Um, and, yeah, I got Brendan Clark, who I love. Uh, Valanciunas I got late. I think that's pretty good value. Wendell Carter Jr. was really late, too. I think that could potentially be a steal. Orlando has nobody. They're a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah, um, absolutely. So he's going to get rebounds in just minutes. Um, yeah, and then just I got Clay Thompson too. I took Clay Thompson kind of on a flyer. Um, he probably is not going to play till maybe Christmas. They're saying it seems like, but you know he's Clay Thompson, man. Absolutely, it's true. So, and I took Otto Porter Jr. on the waiver wire um, after moving Clay to my IR. So, kind of a handcuff situation there, where once Clay's back, maybe I'll drop Otto Porter Jr. Or if he's not producing, I'll drop his ass real quick. And <laughs> I took. Jalen motherfucking green. I was listening, man. If you guys could have seen it, it was, was beautiful. So was I had incredible. the sec- I had the second pick. And <laughs> so if you've never done a draft draft snake, which means that at the end of the end of a round, um, if it's snaking, then I, I will, it will flip over. So no where's Nelly take that reverse it back. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, John so, got the, so what happened was snack. I took a, I took a pick uh, cause I was the second pick and I thought that for sure Jalen green was going to be still on the board for my next pick, literally three picks later because he was very far down. Yeah. So I took my pick fully expecting that Dylan was going to take, there was also like three Lakers on the board. And so I figured that he was going to take a Laker in that in one no, of those spots. Uh, well, there were not any, yeah, not any viable ones anyway. Yeah. And I, I figured there was much better picks that were more higher valued than Jalen green. I thought I was totally safe. And uh, with his first pick, he took someone. His second pick, which was right before the one I was going to pick, he took Jalen Green and posed for me as I turned around and <laughs> called him all sorts of filthy names because yeah. I, I wanted him deeply. Yeah, so I had two picks in between every every two of Dr. Man's picks. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I was planning it for a while. 
Um, <laughs> and so when I the shit the shit comes out here <laughs> when I t- when I took Dejounte Murray to spite Tim, um, he was on Facetime, and I I very earnestly said, "Tim, look at me, <laughs> look me in the eyes, Tim. Hey, Tim, hey, Tim." And he wouldn't do it. He closed his eyes, like the, I was the boogity man, you know. And uh, I took him, and but when I did it oh, to yeah. you, when I when I did it to you. I very unceremoniously did it. My first pick, I just did it. I didn't say anything because we're all in the room. There's like seven of us in the room together. I took my first, and I got two picks back to back. Took my first pick. That, I think it was Brandon Ingram. Maybe I can't remember. Took it. No big deal. And then immediately just took Jalen Green and sat there and looked right at Ross across the room and waited as it as he it, <laughs> in slow motion. It was like the end of Usual Suspects. Kaiser <laughs> Soze. And he just looked right at me and was like, motherfucker. <laughs> And it was one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah. Um, if I you, love to make people unhappy. I'm finding you, this out about myself. Yeah, you're really a I sadist. love to make people unhappy. It's yeah. really fun for me. And if you died in a tragic accident, I'm not, I deleting, constantly, your, I'm not deleting your browser history. Please, please do, though. Um, <laughs> some horrible things. I love, like, I make your wife miserable on the reg. All it's the time. It's one of my favorite things to do. All the time. But and also, it's not because I don't like her. I love her dearly. I just, it makes me so happy to make her mad. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, it's because my, uh, both of our wives are, are the same human. And with that, the, it's like that you can make your wife mad and pick on her without the consequences. Well, my wife is immune to me too. Like I do that to her and she doesn't care. She's yeah. like, what is already dead? Cannot just die. The thrill is gone. You know? <laughs> she's a gray joy. Like at this point I've drowned her already. And so she's like, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but your wife is not. And she, Oh yeah. yeah. She'll get in her feelings. We, we went and hung out and recently and Lauren was wearing um, some overalls. <laughs> And she was like, oh I wore, she was like, I really want to wear these. I think they're so cute, but Dylan's going to say something and it's going to, and I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And we had not been in the car for more than I'm going to say two and a half minutes. And Dylan said, oh, hee haw over here in her overalls. <laughs> I didn't and say that. You said some, what I say. something like that. And she was like, looked at me and said, I fucking knew it <laughs> immediately. And it was hilarious. I, what happened was I waited I saw it. I, I, I registered it How immediately. I did an ocular pad down. I registered it immediately, um, but I waited. I picked. I waited for my moment, and I, I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I waited till she had told a story or something, and I, I think yeah, I said, was this when you were working on your farm or I don't remember. Yeah, so. it was something to that effect, and uh, I think maybe, <laughs> then I did later. I, <laughs> I, she was talking about the food we ate or something, and I said, so overall, <laughs> you liked it. But to be fair, I was wearing the most stupid bananas uh, button up shirt that anybody's ever worn. Yeah. So it like, was I don't care. Let Make me fun tell of you. Me. It was it's loud. Fun. Sorry. It was anyway, fun. we're <laughs> don't know how to talk about basketball. Anymore. All right. So my fantasy team. Okay. I have Chris Paul, Shy Gilgis Alexander, um, you know, former, uh, former and current OKC point guards. Anthony, go, why don't you go in order of your draft, you psychopath? I'd say the order you drafted them in. Okay. Well, I don't just roughly. I tried. Yeah. I don't roughly. Either, I I do recall. I took Jokic with the second pick. Um, I will always default to taking a big man in the first round if I can. Smart. Yeah. Um, they're always going to produce. They're always going to be. Um, you know, be there. Those those rebounds, things like that, are always going to fall. Especially Jokic, great. You know, passer. Going to have a lot of assists. Going to have a lot of points there. In the second round, I believe that I took Chris Paul or Julius Randle. I can't remember which one it was, um, but yeah. I have Chris Paul and Julius Randle. Um, and then kind of as we went down, I, I took Shai Gil- Gilgis Alexander with my fourth pick. I do remember that. Um, I took Gordon Hayward with my fifth pick, Keldon Johnson with my sixth. And then uh, it's kind of a blur from there, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I did take... 
uh, Miles <laughs> Turner really late. I think it was like my seventh or eighth pick. I felt like that yeah, he was he was gonna come yeah, I was, back. I was looking at him. Um, I took Tyrese Halliburton from Sacramento. I think that he's gonna be great. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. That, I, yeah, I took Dylan's young adult son. Uh, oh, Zub- man. Zubash. He wanted him too. Well, I mean, whatever. I, I I had him on my. It's crazy how just like how we spend too much time together. Yeah, all of us because I had so many dudes on my watch list, and I'm part of it. it's just like they're yeah they're on your watch list. They're good players yeah. going to get drafted, but like so many times right before that happened to me really bad last year though, where everybody I had yeah that right before true. I like got Brandon Ingram did nothing right, so that's why I was a little bit I reached a little bit this year, but yeah Zubats is a great pick. He's going to play a lot for the, he he starts for the Clippers. He plays like 30 minutes a game. Yeah, um, I also took Daniel Thais, who is my only Rocket, which mm, is that's <laughs> unfortunate. It's for tough. You, sir. It's tough. There's a couple that I might pick up off waivers. You know, Jay Sean Tate. He's a contributor. He's going to be there. I he's going to grind. Somebody m- might take him. I thought you might draft him. I thought about over it. over Thais. But I just I, you know. I figured that he was going to be on waivers. So sure, that's fair. And then I took Kevin Horder, the f- the current Red Mamba yeah. of the league. Um, you know, definitely going to. Obviously, he's behind Trey Young. You know, um, and. But I, he gets his buckets. He gets his money. Yeah. He's more of a dude also. He plays. Exactly. Um, and then I had to take my boy Duncan Robinson. You mm-hmm. know, I love Duncan Robinson. Got Absolutely. a jersey. Avid follower of the Long Shot Podcast. If you've never checked it out, definitely check it out. Um, had to take him. My man's out here just getting buckets. So And just got paid $90 million. So had to give him a little bit of love. So man. that's my squad. I really like my squad this year. I think it's going to be a good one. So, Crawdaddy, who you got? All right. With my first pick, I got Bradley Beal. Yeah. Because he's on a team with a bunch of dead bodies in Kyle Kuzma. I feel like I kind of Jedi mind tricked you into doing that. Maybe. But that's not a bad pick. Well, just, yeah, it's a good pick, though. <laughs> yeah. I was like the seventh pick, so it's like yeah. it's a bunch of the same player. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. And then second pick, got LeBron. By the way, you said he has dead bodies. He has Montres Harrell. Kyle um, Kuzma. He has my boy Kyle Kuzma. And Kyle Rui Kuzma. Hachimura. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, sorry. Rui, Rui might not play. Daniel Gafford. I don't know when Rui's coming back. He's hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, LeBron with your second pick, second round pick. That's pretty solid. Yeah, man, well, LeBron. He, it's just like you don't know. Like yeah, he you might, don't know. He might well, ball out. You just don't. So here's what my dilemma was. It was eight. I had AD, LeBron, and Kevin Durant. Those yeah. were my three I was picking from. And I was like, I don't want to bet against LeBron. Yeah. We also we talked you into that too. You were like, I don't know which one to pick between Katie and LeBron. We're like, your, your team's team name, name is LeBron, yes, yeah. for sure. But like, Anthony Davis is probably going to go on a tear this year. Because I hope so. He didn't play last year, basically. Yeah. Then KD's motivated and always good, but LeBron. Um, yes, my team name is LeBron Sexuals because <laughs> I'm also co uh, manager with my buddy Ryan. Who is also a fellow LeBron sexual? Mm-hmm. Um, then I got uh, assistant Donovan, to the regional manager. <laughs> uh, got Donovan Mitchell. Nice, and great, Christian, great pick. Christian Wood. Yeah, yeah that one hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like I, I didn't even have a crack at like uh, LeBron or AD because I had the first pick, and I'm not going to take. I mean, I made that mistake last year. I took AD with my first pick, and he didn't well, play if he half played, the year. If he played, he been yeah, but even still, like on the team with two other pretty dominant guys. It's not um, a first pick quality. Yeah, so like in my second pick was the twentieth pick. So like LeBron and AD were gone. So it kind of saved me from torpedoing yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely I tried for Jalen Green really hard. I tried yeah, for Kevin Porter for Kevin Porter Jr. who Eric took 
in a Damn perfect, it, Eric. In a perfect Can we spot. talk about how fucking Eric? We're going to have Eric on. Damn as you, soon, Eric. As soon as he's healed up, we're going to have Eric on the podcast to yeah. talk about his draft. And then I also Keep tried for Christian, Christian Wood. <laughs> <laughs> keep fighting Eric. keep fighting Eric. um yeah i was i was salty about all of those but sorry continue uh then i picked up karis levert which i didn't realize was injured um yep mm-hmm. but whatever uh jared allen good pick uh the thick boy kyle lowry that's right i got an ass on him that's a chunky uh, yeah, for knows? sure i'm not sure what he's gonna do in miami who knows he might I, not be that like, i think he's gonna be good but i don't know if he get thirsty for stats you know because like he, he's, at, he's at that point in his like career. He's just to win. I well, no, you know but I, mean? I hear you, but I think that he's going to go 10, nine and five every single night, which equate like on high percentage shots was. So I think it's going to equate yeah. to like 20. He'll have nine assists every night. Oh yeah. That's like, that would be like league leading probably. I, I mean with Duncan Robinson on his team with Jimmy Butler on his team, Bam yeah. out of bio on that role. Yeah. I feel like they run, run through Bam so much though, but yeah, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a bad pick. I just, yeah. Then I got Cade Cunningham. Yeah. Because I wanted to I'll, – I'll, and every time I draft in any kind of fantasy, I love picking a rookie Yeah, that's like under the radar. Or not necessarily under the radar, but like, First overall first pick, pick, pick under the radar. Under. <laughs> Wait, what? First overall pick, well, no, very no, no, no. under the radar. But like for fantasy-wise, like – Anyone even ever heard of this man? <laughs> it's, okay. That's not what I'm saying. Now what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, sorry. Keep going. But like uh, – when you think about like top contributors for fantasy sports, like first overall picks or first round first rounders aren't usually in the top. No, yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, so it's usually a couple years. But I love trying to. One year in fantasy football, I picked up Percy Harvin when he was, when he was a rookie. Yeah, produced great sure. for me. I got Luca. I think his rookie year. Well, that That's was a football player that I actually know from yeah. Florida. Look at that! <laughs> yeah, oh go. man. Um, Last year was Lamelo Ball, yeah. So I, I like doing that. Um, then I did Robert Covington. At this point, it was <laughs> yeah. That's, all, I don't know. At this point, all the dr- all you, the you get to the Snickle Fritz, and you're kind of like whatever. Yeah, I might drop this person. Apples and oranges, anyway, yeah. You know. So I got Covington. I got Kyle Kuzma, Tim Hardaway Jr., Joe Harris, um, and then Kyle Kuzma. Not a great preseason. Yeah, but um, who knows? I know, but yeah. I just, you know, he's been talking a lot, not talking, but just like a lot of, now you're all, y'all are going to see, like now it's time, like I don't, yeah. I'm not playing behind the two greatest three and four in the league, and, you know, now you're going to see what I can do, um, and he has like 0 for 4 for like two points, <laughs> like <laughs> the preseason, I'm like, Ugh, Kyle. Eesh. Uh, then I got DeAndre Hunter. I like and that. That's yeah. a good pick. Laurie Mar- Markkinen. Ooh. Who, knows? who knows what he's gonna do fresh in start for him you know it was my last pick. no yeah it's fine fresh so start it was kind of like whatever i feel like the hard thing about fantasy basketball is if you find two or three role players who are going to contribute a lot every single night then that can make and break your team yeah and so it's so hard to find those guys at the beginning of the season and then it's just a matter of trying to find them off the waiver wires if you don't have them at the beginning and people you know i do this too sometimes you fall in love with names and Absolutely. also teams yeah. big market players right whereas like listen man Every team has somebody who averages 20-something points, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, you find those diamonds in the rough, uh, like we've Devontae Grahams and the guys like that who are just on a, maybe a shit team, but they're yeah. shooting a lot, <laughs> scoring yeah, a lot, Murray. and they have the ball a lot. So, yeah, that's I kind of try to balance it out, but yeah. Yeah, I, that's one thing. If you're listening to this podcast, you've never played fantasy basketball, you're thinking about dipping your toes in, do it. It's super fun. It will also give you incentive to watch basketball. Um, there's been so many times where we will go to a bar on a Tuesday night 
and be like, yo, can you turn on like the Portland <laughs> Memphis game? Yeah. And they're like, what? <laughs> or like, can you turn on like the Charlotte Philly game? Can and you turn it off MLB Network, please? <laughs> yeah. Can you put it on like some random NBA game? And they're, they always oblige, thankfully, but they're always like very confused. Is always right. They're like, oh, are you a Charlotte fan? Like, no, actually, no, I'm not. Um, sort of. Sort of. Maybe. I'm one player. I could What's be. What's it to you? I could yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I could be talked Listen, into it. <laughs> I could be a lot of things depending on the price. All right. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's super fun. Uh, I, I love fantasy basketball. I am all the way out of fantasy football, all the way in on fantasy basketball. I'm obviously the commissioner of our league and I've suckered yeah. these two guys into it and we love it. It's super fun. Yeah, I'd encourage I, I you to do it. it. Um, yeah. Jump into Having a league if you can. Also helps. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to transition into a little segment where uh, we are going to keep some receipts on. Okay, we're going to talk about the way too early season awards. We can't not. It's the beginning of the season. We do this every time. This is our second full NBA season of our podcast. Mm. So we're going to jump into our way too early. Well, there have been three NBA seasons in one calendar year. Actually, this is our first full actual season, regular season. Because last year was 72 games. This year's 82. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, well sure. tec- technically, yes. Yeah, you're right. Um, hey, but with that, technical up in here. we're going to jump into the way too early season awards. Also, like we talked about earlier, we're keeping receipts around here. So we're going to keep these receipts. Yep. Obviously, we're going to just see who's right at the end of the year. Yeah. Or who's um, close or who's way off. Or who's close. Yeah, who's way off. We were way off last year. Um, oh, way I, off. I listened back, and we were all pretty far off last year. Yeah, I don't so. think anybody had Jokic. Nope. Nobody but. did. Well, if people – if Entries were turned off. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. You know? Hindsight is twenty twenty. But we're gonna start it off. We're gonna go through the MVP, the defensive MVP, the rookie of the year, the sixth man of the year, and the coach of the year. So Crawdaddy, I want you to start this one off. You haven't started one off. All yet. right, you know who I got for MVP? The LeBron Raymond. <laughs> I also told Crawdaddy downstairs that he's only allowed to pick LeBron for one category. <laughs> so um all right, there's your category. MVP. Yeah. All right. What you got for defensive MVP? I got Anthony Davis. Okay, little theme going on here. That <laughs> yeah. I, well, no, I mean, if he's healthy, he's been close. The, two years ago, he should have probably maybe. No, he should have won him yeah. two years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, six man, I got Caruso. I was either, not, not a bad pick. I was either I either say. him you never or know. Derek Rose. Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, I think both of those are pretty good picks. Um, rookie of the year, I got Jalen Green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, coach, I got Money Williams. Yeah, I mean, there's possibility for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Mainly out of like he should have won it last year. I, Probably. I, yeah. I hear that, yeah, but I think that it's going to depend on the Suns. I think if they're going to have to, no, they're going to have to oh, go yeah, back to the finals sure. if for him to get coached. Well, well yeah, it's regular season, it's but regular yeah, season, buddy. Um, yeah, but I feel like it sway because they don't actually vote until after the regular season's over. Yeah. I feel like the playoffs sway it a little bit. It does for sure. But that's just the first round. He yeah. should have gotten it last year for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah not Tom fucking Thibodeau. Yeah. Thibodeau. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I got. All right, Dylan, who do you have? Uh, I'm going to get really cute with this just for fun. Why not? Um, so it's cute. MVP, I got Joel Embiid. Oh, Ooh. okay. I like that. I mean, I think no Simmons. Uh, again, like if they if they, they clear this situation up, yeah, he's the guy. He, he's already the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, the only thing that's ever stopped him from this is injuries yeah. and load management. So if he plays a full 82 and – in too many big men I mean, on the sideline. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, he's he's capable talent wise. Um, I mean, he's, there's not a lot of guys like him in the NBA who can back you down and just overpower you. And also, he shoots three pointers. And mm-hmm. so, I think if he puts together a complete 82 game season, which is unlikely, he's never done it. But um, 
Yeah, just to, to kind of mix it up. I could say Jokic. I could say Luka. I could, Luka's the odds-on favorite, but we said that last year, and then that mm-hmm. didn't work out, so I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what I think is funny is that Embiid is thick. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's very, yeah. Um, he is seven feet tall. Yes. He is listed at eight pounds lighter than Zion Williamson. Yeah, That's but we've wild. talked about this before. Yeah. Kevin Durant and uh, Giannis are also listed at the same weight. So, like, there's some... There's definitely some fuckery about, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I just think that's funny that they're listed... No, like, yeah, that's crazy. he's listed at 270 and... What is Zion, 6'10"? Uh, I think it's only, like, 6'9". Really? Yeah, 6'9 and 278. Jeez, that guy's a freak. Yeah. All right, sorry, continue. Um, defensive player of the year, I think AD is also likely, but I would really love them... I'd love to see them reward not just a big man who kind of stands, anchors the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Drew Holiday should get this award. If he plays hmm. the defense that he's played the past few years, Yeah, he's the best perimeter defender, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And he also plays offense, unlike fucking junkyard dog, Pat Bev, yeah. who only <clears throat> plays defense and then tries real hard and wants everyone to pat him on the back for trying real hard at one side of the sport. I'd be okay if Marcus Smart won that. I mean the NBA banished up there. the NBA banished Pat Bev to Minnesota. So <laughs> yeah, you know. we love to see it. Oh, yeah, I forgot no, he's, he's. I would love to see Drew Holiday if he plays good defense like he has get recognized for this. I think he's he's like handcuffs guards on the reg, um, and I and I mean he you know picked Chris Paul and had him in hell for a while in the finals. So um, yeah, that's what I have. I would love to see a guard win it, regardless yeah. of who it yeah, is. I think so for sure. All right, rookie of the year. Jalen Green. I think Jalen Green's going to win it. He played. He balled out in the G League. I don't think there's any reason. Yes, Queen. <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. They're so shitty. You know, the yes. Rockets are so bad. They're so yes horrible. Yeah. They're so we're just uh, outmatched, deplorable, outmanned, and outgunned. <laughs> God, we're like a little league team out there. I no, love I think. It. I mean, Cade Cunningham is going to have a learning curve, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's he was playing with college students last year Jalen Green was not yep and I, he's just gigantic and I think he's gonna translate much he's gonna just pick it up really fast and he's gonna have plenty of time and opportunity so yeah all right six, six man. man um I again I'm gonna get cute uh I think Jordan Clarkson will win it okay I mean I just he is the six man he's like yeah. the way Trez was and Lou Will was those years where like yeah. he's literally like come off the bench and score points mm-hmm. come off the bench green light shoot um but I think Patty Mills maybe is a sleeper pick I like that pick a lot, yeah. a lot. Because um, they're going to need some offense. If Kyrie's out for God knows how long, and they have Harden and Durant, they're going to need someone to kind of come off the bench and generate some offense for them. Patty balled out in the Olympics. I think it's mm-hmm. funny to watch these guys who are kind of role players in the NBA, and then they get in the Olympics. You're like, oh, they're very good at basketball. Oh, <laughs> yep. yeah. You know? um, so, yeah, I got Patty Mills. D-Rose is, is probably a, 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 a okay pick, too. But, yeah, I think Patty Mills would be cool. If thanks, you're thanks for that backhanded compliment. Yeah. No, I, if, think, I think it's a good pick. Yeah. If you're an <laughs> NBA podcast connoisseur like myself, uh, Patty Mills made an appearance on the Old Man in the Three live show that was recently out with JJ Reddick's podcast. I would definitely encourage you to go watch that. He is—he's a really good personality too, really good, yeah. really good interview. Um, and so they talked to him on that podcast. They also do Tyrese Halliburton, who is apparently their uh, their in-game correspondent, <laughs> um, and he is hilarious as well. And so uh, it's a definitely a great podcast to go listen to. So just a little side plug. All right, Coach of the Year, who you B- got? Billy Donovan, Billy D, the Bulls. The Bulls. I think they're going to make a big jump, and I think all those players they got are going to help. But I think you know, uh, I think he that should. Peak, do if they play great, I think he he could be an interesting candidate. 
Um, odd, oddly, Steve Nash is the odds-on favorite for this award, I don't huh. which is hilarious because Steve Nash doesn't coach the Nets. He's just like He's minister just a, of vibes over there. Like <laughs> that's all he He's does. Face. Yeah. Every time they talk about something, it's like Sean Marks and Kevin Durant will decide what to do. And I just imagine Steve Nash is like, yeah, man, like whatever you got. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you guys want to hear what I, oh no. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, you know, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I think Billy Donovan. Yeah. Billy Donovan, the Chicago balls. That's right. Um, all right. I have for MVP. This is gonna be a shocker. Y'all get ready. (laughs) Buckle in. I got Giannis Antetokounmpo for potentially. I think that's actually probably not a terrible pick. I, here's my thing. He's, I think that voter fatigue is a thing. I think that, yeah, that's that's voter fatigue is a thing, but we're one year removed. And so I think that if he continues to play how he was just playing downstairs a second ago and does that for the whole year and wins another championship, he finished with 32, 14, seven and two blocks. Jesus Christ. But KD finished with 32, 11, four. So, you know, I think, I I think it's going to be a close race regardless. I think that last year, yeah, barring injuries. uh, Yeah. I I think that like Jokic was pretty early the favorite and because of voter fatigue, everyone kind of knew. Yeah. Um, but I think that I think that that's going to be, I think there's potential there. I, I'm excited and uh, for to see if that uh, pans out. And you know, there's been a lot of Giannis hate when James Harden won the should have won the MVP that year for him. But I I think that he's well deserved now to, yeah. to win that for defensive MVP, MVP. This is a little bit of a selfish pick, but I got Miles Turner. I don't think that. I mean, he's been in the talk every year. He's always been in the pick. talk. He, yeah, he has healthy. He's had a, a little bit of a problem being healthy, and he kind of fell off in consistency two years ago. Last year, he was hurt. Yeah. Um. And also, the NBA got shut down in the middle of the season. Right. Um. And I think that this could be his year. I think it could be. Um. I think that he is going to command the Pacers inside. Obviously, they have Sabonis, but he's kind of that that four guard who, or that four uh, power forward who plays more outside. Um, I think that that's going to – he could potentially be his year. Um, rookie of the year, Jalen Green, guys. Yeah, sorry. Go back. So real quick, I'm going to sidebar you. Miles, Miles Turner. Um, Miles Turner, um, you know, uh, lifetime Longhorn. That's right. Kevin Durant, lifetime Longhorn. Uh-huh. Um, I saw today the Longhorns have the third most players in the NBA. God, why are we so bad? Behind who? Uh, they are the Georgia Bulldogs of the NBA, dude. Like the way Georgia has like – so many players in the NFL and can't ever fucking get over the hump and win anything. It's so infuriating. How is it possible? It's because we have like one per year. I know. We have like one per year. I mean, all these great players that they... PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker, yeah. Uh, Avery Bradley. um, TJ Ford. TJ Ford. Well, TJ Ford's not in the NBA more, but there's like, yeah, I think there's like, there's a lot. There's like 20 players in the NBA that that play Texas. Jackson Hayes. Yep. Um, TJ Augustine, yeah. So anyway, yeah. it's just, I thought I saw that today, and I was like, "This is cool, but also really frustrating." <laughs> Who are the two? Ahead of I don't know. I was, it was on like okay. Longhorns Twitter, so yeah, hook them horns, you know, hook them, baby. I think they're like preseason ranked top ten, so we'll see. But the college have, basketball, you never know. They also have a point guard who is uh, favorited to win the uh, win award for the uh, best oh, really? point guard. Hell yeah. yeah, baby! Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, don't Jim, have our ticket hookup anymore. RIP. I know. RIP and peace. All right, keep going. Sorry. Uh, Six man of the year. I have uh, Jordan Poole. I think that that's. Mm. I I think when Clay comes back, I want to support you, bro. But I think that's stupid. <laughs> I think when Clay, listen, I think when Clay comes back, he's going to shift into that six man role. But don't you? What's the? But Clay's got to come back pretty. But you have to. What's the? Okay, there's a rule. You can have to start like less than less than thirty games, I believe. Mm. I think it's going to be tight. But That'll I think be that tight. because I don't of that, think he's going to. All right, whatever. To make make your case, I, I think that he is going to barely start less than thirty games. I think that he's going to be a very big contributor in the offense early. That 
momentum is going to continue over when Clay comes back. Yeah. Clay's going to be the starter. Jordan Poole's still going to play more minutes. He's going to average like, I don't know, like 16, 4, and 4, and then be the sixth man of the year. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, here's the thing with six man is it's like everything we talk about. It's a narrative award as well. And in a large part, the narrative has to be that like you command the offense goes through you on the second unit, right? Yeah, that's what that's when Trez won it. Lou will when he won it. Jordan Clarkson last year. That's like usually the like when you are on the floor on the second unit, the offense runs through you. I don't think that's the way the Warriors are going to operate. Like, I don't think they're going to be like dump it to Jordan Poole for a bucket. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. So that's why I say I don't think. I don't know. Maybe. I yeah. again, I think it might be a little bit of an out there pick, but, but I, I got I, Q with mine too, so I, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I really, I, I think that he's just going to be super fun to watch this year. Whether it's in more of kind of like that starter ish role, but then also being like you know that six man commanding the second unit. Um, I think that he's just going to be super fun to watch. I mean, I talked to him about it. I talked about him a talk little bit. Talked to him about it. Cool. I to him about Very it. cool. Very yeah, cool. we're on a first name basis <laughs> actually. Uh, let me text Jay real quick. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I talked to I talked about him on the three players to watch. I think that he's going to be super important for the Warriors this year, and I'm excited to see him play. And then for Coach of the Year, who the fuck knows, man? It's always yeah, like the first, it's always like whoever is yeah. like the best team. So Stephen Silas for Coach of the Year, baby. <laughs> Let's go. He might be the Coach of the Year who blows his brains out halfway through the season because he looked <laughs> miserable, <laughs> miserable last year. He did look miserable last year, but now we got all that bad, those bad vibes, those bad juju's out, and we're ready to to suck with a good team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe. All right, guys. We are so excited the NBA is back. Lakers we, about to tip off, baby. Lakers about to tip off. We got to go. Uh, we got to get out of here. We got to end this. So we're going to transition straight over to Wait, plugs. Jersey check. We didn't do jersey check. Oh, you're, you're right. right. Wow. Well, really quickly, we're going to do jersey check and then straight into plugs. Yeah. So, Dylan, what you got for jersey check? Uh, John Morant, baby. John um, Morant, the black yeah. Memphis jersey. Is so beautiful. We are due for a jersey order. We are. Yeah. We're going to have to bring you some fresh heat very soon. Well, we have like recycled. We've recycled some jerseys, but we're going to bring you some fresh heat soon. Crawdaddy, what you got? I got the LeBron Mamba, baby. The new one. Literally the one that he wore two weeks ago. Hey. He walked in with that, and I was like, dude, you wore that on the last <laughs> podcast. Killing me. Doesn't exist it also happens. because he didn't wear that jersey with a six on it. Well, Absolutely. He might. I don't think so. Well, they might bring it back this year. Well, they didn't wear it last year. Well, they didn't last very long in the playoffs. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um, and I have. Guess we'll never know. <laughs> My boy, Duncan Robinson. Shout out to the Long Shot Podcast. It's incredible. Um, I got Duncan Robinson, the Miami Vice jersey. Love Duncan Robinson. Love this jersey. Um, great looking heat jersey. And then now plugs. I'll start us off. Yeah. Because I'm over here. Snowfall on FX. Mm. I just started it. It's really, really good. Uh, it's about cocaine trafficking in the in the late 80s. How the government um, brought it in. How the government brought it into South Central Los Angeles. Uh, it's super good. Um, really interesting character, really well written, really well shot too. It's, it's beautiful. Um, I love it a lot. I've also been watching Foundation on Apple oh, yeah. TV Plus. Any good? Um, yeah, it's it's really good. Very. I mean, it's written from the stories of Isaac uh, Asimov or however you say yeah. Asimov. Yeah. Um, so big Star Trek vibes. Uh, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's super interesting. Um, also, there is a documentary on HBO called What Happened to Brittany Murphy, <laughs> and uh, spoiler. She died. Spoiler: She died. Oh whoa! Um, but Crotty has no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, 
No idea who this person is. Well, it's super interesting. If you don't know who Brittany Murphy is, uh, get out from under the rock that you've been living under for the last 20 years <laughs> with, with is, Crawdaddy. This rock is cozy. And uh, go Google who Brittany Murphy is. She's in a Crawdaddy, awesome the Patrick films. Star of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> has never has more accurate statement been made. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just about her life, uh, about her death. Um, it's super interesting. And then I've also been reading a book called Sprawl Ball. And it's about how the three-pointer changed the NBA. It's super interesting. Mm. Definitely go check it out. Crawdaddy, what plugs you got? Um, only Murderers still. The season finale is about oh, yeah. I, I I need, I, coming out this week. I think it just, yeah, it came out. Today, and, I think. Cause it's, yeah, I need to f- catch up on that. Oh, a couple it's so behind. good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Shorter. Oh, gold. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Arrested Development kind of for oh, the first time. For the so first time? Good. So I've watched a few episodes here and there, but I've never gone through the entire series. It's oh incredible. my goodness. Again, incredible. I'm not as cultured as you, f- you folks. <laughs> oh, Arrested <laughs> Development's so good. It's better the second and third and fourth and fifth time too. Yeah. Wonderful. It's very good. Uh, also, Money Heist or Casa de Papel. Mm. House of My Papel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Papel is. What is that? Paper. My, uh, paper. paper. Ah, I should have known that. Um, it's a Spanish, like from Spain, Netflix show. Really good. It's dubbed over. Yeah. So you're not constantly reading. <laughs> which is Nobody a, wants which to. Which is a no-go for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one, a book I'm listening to is <laughs> The Sandman. It's a audio book from Audible. Like the comic? Is, yeah. Oh, okay. A graphic novel. Yeah. You're so, listening to a graphic novel? Well, they, they do like a... Uh, audio description? Well, they that and they have a lot of like other noises. Oh, oh yeah, gotcha. he's real sandy. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that sand? <laughs> Apparently, there's a character in there that gasses people and then uh, pours sand on them for the police to find. Which them. one of you is saying you're watching Why the Last Man? Oh, I watched a couple episodes. They canceled that. I oh, really? Yeah. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a hard premise to. Yeah. I'm not watching it. My buddy was, but anyway, sorry. Right. Continue. But yeah, that's it. All right, Dylan, what plugs you got? Um, James Bond. Oh, oh God. Why did I not God, say I that? God, I need to see that. Uh, I liked it, man. Um, so no spoilers. I won't spoil anything here, but I really dug it. Carrie Fukunaga, who directed this one, um, True Detective, uh, Beast, uh, uh, what's how what, Edris Elba movie that he mm-hmm. directed. Beast of No Nation. Beast of No Nation, yeah. Nation. Um, love him. It was great, man. Really liked it. Go, go to a theater and see Bond if you feel comfortable. And if, you know, you I don't. knew that beforehand, but now that you say that, big True Detective vibes. Yeah, so a little good. bit. Yeah, I love Kerry Fukunaga. I mean, he's great. He also, he wrote, um, he developed It, the first movie, like mm-hmm. pretty far down the road and then left it for like creative differences. But you could definitely tell because that first movie was really good and mm-hmm. the screenplay was really tight. And then the second movie, not so really fell off. much. <laughs> and y'all, it's spooky season. It's spooky season. You know? Nope. Um, so it's, it's time. I've been spooking it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the first scream. Oh, so I'm going to watch the next couple over the, you know, next couple weeks, I think. Um, I did my yearly double feature of the shining and Dr. Sleep. And I just have to say, we really did Dr. Sleep dirty. Like that movie is f- incredible. It's, it's so good. So good. It's like weapons, great emotional. It's so well we made. We saw it together. It was Crowdy's first scary movie. No, no he didn't go. There. Oh, he, didn't he was like, there. I'm out. Oh, that's <laughs> well, no, right. The wives went. And then my wife was out. That's was right. Y'all were to too scared. Yeah, that's right. But my wife said no. So good. <laughs> so we didn't go. Incredible movie. Uh, 
yeah, I watch it every year. And every year I watch, I'm like, man, this is so like people really slept on this man. Like no pun intended, you know? Yeah. Um, hey. yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah. And I'm going to see Dune on Thursday. I'm going to cry probably the whole time just mm-hmm. so from emotion because I should have already seen this movie a year and a half ago, you know, when it's supposed to come out. Um, and yeah, that's it. And then lastly, I've been running this turnstile record, um, like on repeat nonstop in my home. And it's like an incredible, like hardcore record. And if you guys are into hardcore music, you should listen to it. Cause it makes me want to set my own house on fire. Mm. And that's, that's the vibe. So yes, that's all I got. Who is this hardcore record by turnstile? Oh, it's by turnstile. Turnstile is a band. The record oh, is I called, that was a device. No, sorry. Used. Turnstile. Uh, the record's called glow on. It's on Spotify. Check it out. Awesome. Well, we're gonna we're gonna use that as our intro or our, our outro music. I'm sorry, not our intro. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're gonna use that as our outro music. Okay, we're gonna listen to a little turnstile on the way out. Um, but we hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, watch some NBA games. Do some NBA uh, some scouting on some players that you potentially want to put on your fantasy team, and have a wonderful week. <laughs> Don't leave me like this, Neil. Neil. I I search terrible things, Neil. <laughs> Neil, all the filth, the disgusting things. Did you break any laws? Uh, I don't remember, Neil. <laughs> Sorry. Who's that from? This is Danny Trejo in Heat, but delete my browser history instead. <laughs> but instead, he's asking him to delete his browser history. <laughs>